Um, rule number rule number 10, the major premise for tactics is the development of operations that will maintain a constant pressure upon the opposition. Rule number 11, if you push a negative hard enough, it will push through and become a positive. And rule number 12, the price of a successful attack is a constructive alternative. Oh, and there's 13 actually. Rule number 13, pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. What about never get high on your own supply? Isn't that a rule? Yeah, but that's a different rule, dog. Well, we'll have to Bitcoinize the 10 crack commandments one day, Weinekis. You will understand. Can you put the rules in the nest? Um, maybe maybe we can copy that. Weinekis, could you do that right now? Put in a tweet form? Awesome. All right, Ephesians. So we laid out the 12 rules. Wait, did you just Jamie? Did you just Jamie Weinekis just now? Did you just Jamie Weinekis right now? Hey, yo, Jamie, fucking pull this shit up. Okay. She should come Stop. down. I'm King Google. Weinekis? Is anyone hearing me right now? Yeah, oh, we, we hear you. Yeah, we can hear you, bro. <laughs> you you're the only one with issues. Yeah, yeah we just don't want to realize what's going on. My You're space regarded. is acting weird. But all right, anyways, anyways, Ephesians, we laid out the 12 rules. How about, I don't know, how about we pick a few of the rules? Or, or actually, first and foremost, let, let's, uh, let's emphasize for them, Ephesians, how that these rules are built upon each other and how these rules are being used against us on an everyday basis. If you're following corporate media, if you are using any of these thoughtfluencers, that aren't Bitcoiners, for the most part, these tactics are being used against you, whether you're aware of them or not. And now that you're aware of them, it's not like the rules are very difficult. They're actually pretty common sense. But now that you have an outline and you have these these rules in mind, not only can you better meme, but think back for yourself this last year. We're at the end of the year. And try to understand how many of those rules were used against us as Bitcoiners this year. And you'll start to realize what game is actually being played out there. And some of these rules are being used by, by Bitcoiners against Bitcoiners, whether they know it or not. So it's not like this stuff is just, you know, abstract rules. These rules are being used against you every day. And now that you know these rules, I'm sure you're going to understand how this meme warfare is happening right in front of your face and how this propaganda is being pushed against you. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I mean, like, you know, anybody who's even like a little bit based on, you know, anything going on in the world recognizes that there's a certain percentage of the population uh, that listens to the corporate press and, uh, and, and listens to, you know, just the, 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 the normie stream people in a nutshell. Um, and it's impossible to have a conversation with, right? Like everybody is here. Everybody here is like ran into like, you know, kind of random lefties and normies that like you, you try to have a conversation with them about something that seems obvious to you. And it's just absolutely impossible to. And the reason is because, or at least one of the reasons is because they are indoctrinated into not just a propaganda narrative, but several propaganda narratives all at once. And once, once these narratives take place, like, you know, basically, like one of the rules is, you know, like identify an enemy and, and personalize it and polarize it. Right. Like these people see entire groups of people and entire groups of schools of thought of outright. Damn, I lost you again. Goddamn.
God damn you, Optimus. Here, one second. I'm going to change rooms, too. Maybe that'll help. Maybe if I take you down as co-host? I don't know. It's not Just, me. It's you. I, it's you definitely a new host. We do need a new host. New show. Optimus. Well, new Optimus, show altogether. There's been times where my I would lose the sound, and I didn't know if it was everybody, and I found out it was just me, and now it's happening to you. It could be your connection to spaces or something, because my connection's perfect tonight, and he doesn't drop off at all from my perspective. Yeah, it, like he's he's there for the most part, and then it'll just like blank out a little bit. So, apologies. Now, are you sure? Listening. Are you sure the recording is is also blanking out? Can you see? Yeah, that yeah, I, I can okay. see the audio when it drops. So it's out. going through. So the recording's going through your feed, but, but and when we'll you continue, lose it, we'll continue. Well, this is going really. Good. However you want to do. So it. great. Yeah, Eric Kason's episode is now looking to be like really well done. There's <laughs> no Bitcoin Kindergarten episode without <laughs> Technical the... difficulties are our specialty here. Can't you record just natively in the app? Just like, isn't there a button that you can hit where you just come back? Dude, we think, need your I help. Think we already, we already. Uh, I don't think we can do that now. I have to do it at the beginning. Whatever. Ephesians, keep going. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, my, my basic intention with all this stuff is just that, you know, there are these tactics that people get wrapped up in, some people consciously and some people not consciously. But uh, what what they're really doing on a fundamental level, like what these tactics are about, is building a team, right? Which is something that we're obviously doing here on Bitcoin Twitter, right? Like, you see this all the time with just, like, bitcoin memes like right now like fucking half of people on bt like a bunch of the people in the space for example have fucking santa hats in their profile right like this is team building shit like it's a it's a form of building camaraderie um and it's a it's a form of identifying allies and uh identifying allies and identifying and alienating enemies right um and that's like a huge part of what these rules are all about um so like you'll notice like one of the rules i think is number five uh, is that like one of the strongest tactics that you have is ridicule, right? And I love this one because the the left is, and, and you know, I use the left kind of broadly, but uh, the left uses this tactic, and I'm sure everybody's ran into it, where like you try to have a serious conversation with people, and all they can do. Is- <laughs> all right, I lost you. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you a speaker, bro. Let's see if that helps. Standard, standard, standard technical difficulties, guys. <laughs> Let's hope this works better. <laughs> Ephesians, it's all you. Are my fist bumps just lagging you out? No, yeah, definitely. Too much emoji work over there, Nick. Yeah, it's got to be it. <laughs> but um, all right, you, you seem you seem clear now. Let's let's hope this all works. Right, let's hope this works. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm sure everybody's had this experience where like you interact with people and you try to have like a serious conversation with them about, you know, whatever it is. And all they can do is mock your position, right? Like if you suggest to a certain percentage of the population, for example, that the climate change narrative is even like somewhat being misrepresented, a lot of people will just kind of mock you with this, like, huh, like you don't believe in science. Like you must be fucking stupid. You know, like this is a, this is a common thing. And like, this goes back, you know, like Stephen Colbert and, and John Stewart and like, you know, all these kind of like lefty comedian type people that you see on TV uh, who like do this like half news, half comedy thing. Like 
the whole point of this entire uh, propaganda method is to try to make your enemies look like stupid people. And it actually works on a large percentage of the population. But the thing is, you know, back to the whole kind of meta point of, of this conversation and the one that we had last week is that we can utilize these tactics as well. And frankly, I think we're better at it. And we're also more uh, like we're more righteous, right? Like, you know, our enemies actually are the stupid ones, right? Like we are genuinely better and smarter than our enemies. And we should like a, a huge thing that I always try to dial in with people is that when you engage with the enemy, and I use that term broadly, the only method through which you should engage with the enemy is through like a method of attack and ridicule and mockery and putting them down and making them feel stupid and shaming them because this is exactly what they do to you and it's the only thing they respond to because a lot of people are in this position where you know somebody will say like oh like you know you don't believe in like the covid numbers and like you'll start like you know trying to like actually like use data and like try to justify your position this is the wrong approach if you're trying to actually make a good faith argument with somebody who hates you you're never going to win. It's not, it's not even remotely possible. There's no chance. If somebody, if somebody mocks your position, the only way to approach it is to mock them even better than they're mocking you and put them on their heels. You know, um, don't just, just don't give these fucking people an inch. And it, it applies to everything, man. Fuck diplomacy. Absolutely. I mean, why would you want to be diplomatic with people who want to enslave your children? I think Ephesians, this is, I personally, I think this is the point that I was loving so much when we were talking about this last week, because the majority of Bitcoiners today, and a lot of these are my friends, so I'll, I'll give them some leeway. I understand what they're saying, but it's still the same idea. A lot of us Bitcoiners out here think that we need to be the, the, the best upstanding example for a Bitcoiner and that we need total mass adoption and we want everyone to get in Bitcoin and, and we should be looking to get everyone in Bitcoin. And so we should put on our, our, our polished faces and, and we should be kind and say the right words and, and we should include everyone and be way more inclusive. And lately I've been thinking on the lines of like, yo, fuck that. That's not who I am. I, I'm not here to appease or please anyone. I'm here to usher in sound money. And if you don't like that, well, fuck your feelings. I really don't care. And when Ephesians was giving me this, this feel of like, dude, use these propaganda techniques against your enemy because they're using them against you. And the very first one they use against you is mock and make you feel like an idiot. And I've been thinking lately, it's like, guys, I think a lot of us Bitcoiners we are way too kind on the matter and i'm kind of on the line now it's like yo we need to meme these people to death like ephesians said there's no there's no honor in trying to appease someone that wants your children dead so if that's that's the that, that's the literal you know field we're playing on right now guys they want to sterilize you they want to inject you with uh experimental mrna vaccinations Whatever the fuck they want to do, they literally want to wipe you off the fucking planet. And if these these are the people we're fighting, then I think it'd be on us to use the very same tactics against them. And we know that we are snowflakes. We aren't the sensitive ones. We can take some heat. So if you can't take the memes, bro, like you, you're not built for this. So my view lately is 
I'm personally, I'm not here to get everyone into Bitcoin. I'm here to get the people that want to be in the Bitcoin that are open to Bitcoin. And if you're not, I'm not going to waste my breath on, on you anymore. I've done that. I've been there. And I want people that are going to go balls deep in Bitcoin that feel what I'm saying. And and um, I'm basically going on the lines of Shishi. I've, I've learned from my buddy Shishi and I'm, I'm just going to start memeing people with the full sovereign stack. Like if you don't get it, I don't have time to convince you. I'm sorry. You know, like, oh, you don't like Bitcoin? Have fun staying poor. You know, you, you think you think dog coin is going to be better? Well, you know, <laughs> have fun. Like, I really don't give a fuck. Like, do you, bro? This is not this is not the time to try to appease people that are on the fence. I think now is the time to be like these rules say radical in your memes, like be polarizing. People will remember polarizing the people that that came to me now recently on this latest bull run are the people that I was just trolling the shit out of and telling them like, Oh, you don't like Bitcoin. Cool. Like <laughs> have fun staying poor. Oh, like you don't like, you don't like this. Cool, dude. Like you should buy Bitcoin. These people are the ones now that are coming to me and they're like, look, dude, I realized that you were right. And the way that you were telling me you were right was kind of an asshole. And I'm like, yes, that was on purpose. I wanted this to stick in your head. So personally lately i'm finding that being more polarizing for some people being more of an asshole it, it sticks it, it's a lot stickier in the message so guys not everyone's like me not everyone is 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 uh as loud as obnoxious i get that tailor this approach to who you are and just start memeing better start memeing with just straight I don't give a fuck attitude. Like if the person doesn't like you anymore, so be it, dude. Like they ain't going to make it past uh, the great reset filter, dude. Like it just it is what it is, bro. Like some people aren't going to make it, dude. And the ones that will, well, we're here to help. And I think this is what was really stuck in my head because a lot of my friends are telling me right now on Bitcoin that oh you know we we need to we need to be a lot nicer we need to compromise like we we need the suits we need the institutions to come in to pump our bags and i'm like bro fuck them like i want the i want the fucking plebs out here to be stacking if me saying some cuss words and being obnoxious and sending porn memes on twitter is gonna fucking push you away well then dude you weren't built for this like this isn't for you yet maybe someone else will get it for you but I'm not the one that's going to orange pill you. Wynikus, counter me. I just want to add that, like, if you're going to try to debate somebody and provide factual evidence that is completely against their viewpoints, it's not going to work because they've already associated themselves, their identity with these viewpoints. <clears throat> so you're not going to change their mind. Like you'll see it with any political discussion or religious or anything like that. Like people have already assigned that to their identity. So I think memes is brilliant is a brilliant way to basically just like make fun of them. And hopefully, hopefully they take, they had enough of it and either they try to meme you back or they cave, which I think they will like if your memes are, are powerful enough. Yeah, and just to add on top of that too, you know, another super important aspect of it that I try to drive home to people all the time is that you know, memeing and like like vis really vicious memeing and shit posting 
is itself a shit test. Like it's a way to identify people who are people that you want on your team. Like if you can meme something like really fucked up at someone and they don't unfollow you, they don't fucking rage quit. Like, you know, they're not a bitch about it. They can still engage. Like, like last week me and Shishi got into like a super fucking heated debate about religion. I have no animosity towards Shishi and I'm sure he feels the same way about me. Um, if, if you meme, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. If you ever think I, I wouldn't take it outside of that conversation, bro. It was fun. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Same thing, dude. And it's like, if 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 you would meme something fucked up with somebody and they're gonna like rage quit and be a bitch, like that's the same type of person who like if shit ever got rough, they would rat you out to the secret police and have you sent to a gulag in a fucking heartbeat. And you need to identify these people and get them as far as fucking away from you as possible. If you get mad at the meme, you turn into the meme. And that's another, you know, another aspect of trolling, too, is like what you're doing with trolling is like trolling is not about uh, like getting a message across to the person that you're trolling. Trolling is about getting the message across to the people who are watching the exchange. Right. Like the person that you're trolling is probably not going to get it, at least in the middle of the troll. But a bunch of people are going to go, oh, wait, look, look how retarded this guy is. And he's getting dunked on right now. Like that's that's the fucking battleground, dude, is like it's not in the debate. You know, like a big part of like public debates are like, you know, the two people debating are never actually like they're generally not convincing each other. They're trying to convince the audience. Right. And, you know, it it sucks on some level because I know like, you know, we want to be you know, like interpersonal with people and like try to like build connections and shit. But like realistically, that's just a losing approach. Um, you know, what's much better is to just absolutely like viciously fight with someone on the Internet and just shit all over them. And yeah, you're not going to win them over, but you might win 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 people over who watch that exchange. Yeah, Fusion, I, I think that point itself is a point that a lot of Bitcoiners don't understand on twitter like we get so heated in an exchange with someone you know i want to be right i gotta make sure i don't look dumb in this thread i gotta be right and then there's memers out there like us where we're like look dude this guy literally doesn't matter to me i am literally like like a vision said like i'm literally sitting here smoking a bong hit this guy's memeing me he said some dumb shit on twitter like, what do I do? Do I go back and forth like it's me and another dude in a room engaging in in an argument on, you know, on, on the same level, like with with no intellectual dishonesty. And you know that it's like, OK, me and him are going to go back and forth. Or do you just realize, like, look, I don't really care what this guy does. I know there's at least a thousand plus people that are looking at this tweet. Let me just meme them to death because I'm memeing for the audience so that that message gets across, whether the person I'm talking to gets the message or not, that that message will be seen. And I think a lot of people need to understand that for for a moment, because some people are just memeing for themselves. And then there's other people that are memeing for the audience. And if you don't know who's who, then you might get wrecked and you might fall into an intellectually dishonest Twitter thread and your clout goes up in smoke. <laughs> I just want to add that you don't ever want to be part of the meme with the white girl sitting on the couch and the five dudes behind her. Like, that's probably one of the most insulting ones. So just make sure you're never caught in that fire. RIP log scale. <laughs> Fuck. 
Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I, 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 I want to throw something in there. So I basically used these tactics when I spoke to a climate change panel a week ago. And I just gave no room for my for my enemies, dude. Because the second I started talking about Bitcoin, um, the chat blew up. So it was like, a, you know, like the Zoom chat. I just see the notifications. You know, I'm like, oh, fuck. What you know, like, I'm going to have to respond to these fucking people. So I was just like, uh, they're like, yeah, we should just talk about it in gen- more general terms. You know, we should talk about blockchain and cryptocurrencies, not Bitcoin. And I'm like, well, the things that I'm talking about have only to do with Bitcoin. So how would that make sense? You know, and I just and then like the whole chat went quiet. And then, yeah, like I won. I just get I just like someone would say something and I would just write, no, Bitcoin only, you know. And um, at the end of it, the people that I wanted to hear my message, heard it, wrote it down and told me they would like genuinely look into it because you don't need to teach everything to somebody. You just need to like lead them to water type of shit. So if you just hold your ground super confidently, like, I think that's what the meme, like, re- replaces in a way. I-, I wanted to comment on something Optimus was saying about how, like, some people aren't going to make it and, like, they're not built for this. Like, and we saw that whole little, uh, that whole mo- little movement, I guess you could call it, with the whole kick them out thing with all UD and all the other um, shit coiners and leftists. And... I mean, it was a cute try. Like, it lasted, like, a few weeks. But, like, notice how none of them tweet about it anymore. And I was looking through a lot of these people's profiles who were, like, super into it and, like, kicking out the maxis. And a lot of these people are just, like, far-left people. A lot of them were tweeting about, like, how they have to go to therapy and stuff. And, like, you have to realize that these people are literally, like, the mentally weakest trying to take on the autist, mentally strong Bitcoiners who don't give a fuck and will literally meme you to death, like Optimus said. Like, these people, like, you got to really step back and think, like, these people are no competition to us, and they might try and put up a strong fight, but it won't last for long. Y'all listen! That's called motherfucking boys! Facts. I mean, Nick. Let's be honest. You you gotta you gotta have some mental health problems if you're a Western commie right now. That's just yeah, there's, there's no way around this. Blue haired Western commie, no septum piercings. You already know there's mental health problems. Red flags everywhere. More red flags than a Chinese communist parade. I'll tell you. Yeah, and you can't reason with a fucking mental patient. You know the only like, and it's and it's fucked up because like on one hand you don't want to mock somebody who's like clearly mentally ill. But the thing is that the mentally ill are actually like steering society. So we kind of have to mock them because it, we're in this weird situation now where the mentally ill have actually become like the actual enemy. So, yeah, we have to just say fuck them and meme them to death. Most of them are just one transgender joke away from a mental breakdown. So it's like I, I don't even consider their threats like, of, you know, valid in any way. No, yeah, and a good one, for example, that, that, you know, we were laughing about last week with Optimus is, like, you know, the smoking meme, and I, I know a lot of people in this in this room are, are familiar with the smoking meme, uh, and I, I even see a few uh, cigarette uh, profile pictures in here. Uh, you know, the, the smoking meme is a great one, and for those who don't know, it's just, it, it, it's, the meme is just that, like, can, trying to convince healthy young people who do not smoke to start smoking, and, and claiming that it is for your health. 
And the re- like, there, there's two aspects to it. One, I think there actually is something to be said that like tobacco like actually does have a legitimate like therapeutic use and that like humans have been consuming it for a long time. And you probably should consume uh, some tobacco, especially if you're a male. Um, but, you know, obviously, like, you know, commercially produced cigarettes are, are obviously like not great for you because they're just as bad as fiat food. But uh, more importantly, it pisses off all of the right people. Right. Because there's a certain percentage of people where like you can make a meme like saying like, oh, like, you know, you should start smoking or whatever. And like, you know, the people who are not retarded will see that and like recognize that it's just humor. And then there's also a certain percentage of people who go, oh, like, re my fucking, you know, don't you know my fucking grandmother died of lung cancer? And, like, it's so fucking terrible. How could you possibly get people to start smoking? Like, all these young people who finally, like, don't smoke when young people used to smoke and you're trying to get them to smoke? What is wrong with you? Those are exactly the people that you're trying to target. Because, like, what you're trying to do is, you know, you're... You are trying to make them have a mental breakdown because they are your enemy and you want them incapacitated, right? Like, if they're, like, locked up in a fucking psych ward in a fucking shrink room, like, you know, they're not going to be trying to take over the world and destroy you, right? So, like, that—that that is what you have to do is you have to just gaslight these people. Like, cause th- this is a big part of the tactic that they use against us, right, is they gaslight you, right? Like, they will try to tell you that up is down and down is up and blue is red and red is blue. And they'll do this until the fucking cows come home, but they're not used to people doing it to them. You know, if you just look someone dead in the face and you're just like smoking cigarettes is good for you, there's a certain percentage of the population that like they they just don't know how to handle it. Like and and you just continue to assert it and you mock them for not believing it. It will make these people have a fucking mental breakdown. And it's beautiful. Yeah, I think that's what the flat earth was all about, like people holding their ground on that shit. It's like uh, exactly what you're talking about. That's how it started. But, you know, obviously there's some, like, hugely mentally ill people, too, you know? Sure. I mean, dude, the flat earth. You need those people. You need those people, though. Yeah. And, dude, the flat earth is another great example, right? Do I actually believe that the earth is flat? No, probably not, right? Although I'm relatively agnostic about it. I mean, I I don't think it makes much of a difference one way or another. Uh, But that being said, I will assert flat earth to a certain percentage of people purely because i know it'll drive them ape shit right and it's you know it's the same thing with you know whether it's climate change or the fucking cigarette smoking or you know another one that i like saying to people like don't get me wrong i mean i think that this is true but like you know uh, uh, there, there's something to be said about being intentionally unnuanced about a complicated subject right because like you're not trying to it's one thing if you're arguing with somebody in good faith right but like most of the time like what we're what we're discussing is not about when you're arguing with somebody who's arguing in good faith right we're talking about like when you're up against an enemy right um, so like, you know, w- w- like one of the things that I like to assert is like people will start talking about like trans rights or this, that, and the other. And I'll just flat out say like transgender people do not exist. And I'll just keep on repeating that line until they put a fucking bullet in their own head. And that's, that's the goal is one less enemy. All right, guys, I'm on a delay, apparently, hearing Ephesians, but fire. <laughs> 10-second delay, but fire rant. Let's go. Jeez, that's what's up. Yeah, okay. listen. <laughs> All right. It might come off as mean, but, like, your enemy committing suicide is a positive. You know, because, like, they're your fucking enemy, right? Like, there's, a, there's an expression, right? Like, you don't win a war by dying for your country. You win a war by making the other dumb motherfucker die for his fucking country. Fuck him.
like, yeah, no, I literally, hey, because Ephesian goes quiet, and I can't hear him, so I'm hearing him through my headphones, and I, I'm, I'm trying to uh, catch everything he's saying, but I'm also, I'm also on some broken-ass tech. Yo, Eric, Eric was right. Spaces, Twitter, you need to work on your spaces. But no, Ephesians, I, I think I think you have a point though. Considering the fact that most of the propaganda being spewed out against us right now is to one, basically either get an abortion, uh, be become sterile via experimental vaccinations, or you know just just basically don't have kids because of quote unquote climate change concerns. So whether what Ephesians sounds harsh or mean right now is literally irrelevant it's besides the point because the people that are actively working against you are using that same (laughs) that same rhetoric against you it's just not as mean it just doesn't sound as mean as ephesians says it and i think that's the point that we have to get to guys like it's not it's not so much about you know not being nice or or being looked at as the asshole the point, the point of memetic warfare right now is that we know what's happening right now. Whether they can gaslight us or not doesn't matter. We know what is actually happening right now, which is we are in an information war. There, we're literally trying, like we're we're on the verge of getting decimated. Various dirt, doing various ways, and if we can't say some words that are polarizing that are that are poignant that that make your enemy afraid of your memes like i don't think you're doing it right these these people actively are trying to freaking euthanize you they're trying to genocide you and you want to sit there and be concerned about using the wrong diction using the wrong words like guys this is literally life or death and you know they told us and they told us since we were kids you know sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never hurt me and here we are afraid of saying words so guys Wynikus and I have been going pretty ham on on everyone on our show for a while about memes. And Wynikus has been making fun of me because he's like, yo, dude, we did memes last week. I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. Like, we need memes. We need to proliferate the memes, guys. Because we like everyone out here is doing is doing the work, whether they know it or not. If you're propagating memes, like you're you're doing the Lord's work right now. Because I don't know about you, but I fundamentally believe that Bitcoin will fix humanity. It will help us. And if people want to meme against us, well, we know what side of the aisle they chose, and therefore they're our enemy, and we can meme them to death. So go forth and create the memes, guys. Like, it's literally that simple. Um, and we I have brought- a guest. We have a guest, Yellow, from the meme factory that doesn't exist. Yeah, he doesn't exist. Well, he does, but the meme factory No, doesn't. no, he doesn't. He's a puppet. He doesn't exist. But... But anything that comes out of the non-existent meme factor, we do retweet so that the world sees it because that is our mission. We got to get the word out. There are plenty true. of enemies out there that would derail us. True, true. And uh, and and shouts out to the meme factory last week. They had Sailor on, and there was a point during during the the podcast where Sailor got memed into saying that he's willing to fund open source memers. So. Shouts out to Shishi Wynikis and I for, you know, starting that meme. And shouts out to Yellow and Greg and the rest of the Meme Factory guys for getting 
a literal billionaire to commit to the cause of funding open source memers. So, guys, you need to get out there and flip the script if you want to stack them sacks. Shouts out to all the meme gangs. All right, guys. Bitch tit, I, I brought you up. Raw, raw EG, I brought you up. You guys got some thoughts? I don't know. It's kind of hard to follow up Ephesians when we're talking about, like, literally killing our enemies. So, um, I don't know. I would just second everything that he says and just say that, yeah, I'm I'm ready to go buy a bunch of weapons and stock up and start talking shit to some trainees. Yeah, I mean, but to keep in mind, though, like, you know, there's something to point out, and this is talked about in Rules, in rules for Radicals as well, that you don't. I mean, obviously, like you should you should defend yourself if it becomes necessary, but you you want to avoid actual kinetic violence at all possible, you know, by by any means possible, right? Because like if you if you resort to violence, your enemy who is you know more powerful than you when it comes to violence is just going to call you a terrorist and kill everybody who who you love and support and all that. So like you you should you should res- resist actual violence instead you should try to get your enemy to do violence to themselves, right? Like, again, like, if you could get your enemy to literally commit suicide, that is preferable because that's one less enemy. And your enemy doesn't like to reproduce because they think, like, kids cause climate change or some shit. So it's, like, it's an exponential return if you get one of these people to kill themselves. It looks like they're winning right now because there's a lot of people that are turning against themselves and killing themselves, taking chemicals, and uh, doing what they're told. Pretty sad. You don't want to be held liable, though, for suicide. Bro, good luck fucking me. I, I am not liable. Like, I don't give a fuck if someone says I'm liable for someone's suicide. I just don't give a fuck. I just well, don't. Be careful, man, because there are laws, that, you know? Bro, the law can suck my dick. I live in Florida. It's not illegal to be an asshole to somebody. It's not. I don't, I don't know. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, this this episode is for sure going to get brought down from YouTube. But like that's what's up. <laughs> We're okay with that. We 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 like that kind of uh, polarizing content around here. Yo, if somebody comes at me with a gun, I'm just gonna show a meme to them. That's how we win. Exactly, dude. Didn't it's you gonna know be like a gun that violence? shoots a flag with a meme on it. I'm proud to say this is my ninth Twitter account in two years. <laughs> All right, so Ephesians, how about? How about first, what which rule do you think is your favorite? And by favorite, I mean which rule do you think is the most effective that that a Bitcoiner can uh, can can lean on? Rule number five, definitely ridicule. Like, like without a doubt, ridicule. These people are they're in a position where, from literally like elementary school on, they've always felt that they are on the side that is the smart people, right? Like. You know, the smart people believe in climate change. The smart people believe in gender theory. The smart people believe in atheism because God is stupid, obviously. You know, like they're in this like world where they've never even considered the possibility that they're on the side of the stupid people. And you don't have to just like suggest it. You have to fucking beat it into them, you know, and, and if you do that, it will create a level of cognitive dissonance that is... Uh, like it's so strong that it will actually like have serious mental health consequences on these people, which is what you're going for. Because I mean, ideally, again, as I've said a million times, 
the 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 gold standard for what you should be going for like the, like the gold medal is them like literally committing suicide but what you can also accomplish and what you're going to accomplish far more often is just them having mental breakdowns which is almost as useful <laughs> i fucking love it uh one what <laughs> one one point that i think we can stress is what ephesians is saying is that a lot of these people are are very much trying to align themselves with the herd. So if you say anything that goes against the herd, instantly their their you know mental walls go up and they're basically doing the dumb and dumber like la 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 like I don't hear you, I don't hear you. So I think I think it's beautiful to just tell these people to basically go fuck themselves like you're an idiot and since they're so used to being a social being since they're so used to getting their cues from other animals, other sheep around them, the herd, the masses, they're very afraid of independent rational thought. They're, they're afraid to go against the herd. They're afraid to go against the grain. So if you're able to ridicule these people and, and you're going against the grain and they're alone and they don't have their sheep to back them up, it's instantly like an instant win because they need to get their social cues from an outside perspective. They need someone else to tell them what's right to think. Whereas Bitcoiners, and I'm hoping all you guys have gotten to this point, as a rational, logical Bitcoiner, you sometimes go out on a limb. You sometimes are the only one saying something that's uncomfortable and being uncomfortable isn't always the funnest place to be, but you have the, the truth on your side. And sometimes standing with the truth is uncomfortable. And as a Bitcoiner, that's power standing there knowing that, yo, I am right and all these people are wrong. And so if you can stand in the face of that much, I guess, uh, power for, for lack of better terms, it, it instills a certain sense of, of of freaking terror in your enemy because they need the group to stand tall. And if they find one lonesome banshee, a wild fucking Bitcoiner that is literally going to kill someone with memes, uh, they can't hang, dude. Like, just being alone and standing on your own, too, is, is, is fucking so powerful in today's day that it, it's... It's, it's undervalued because right now everyone's looking for someone else to do something. And I know it's not comfortable. And so Ephesians, this leads me to a question. Most humans are conflict avoidant. We, we want to avoid conflict. What would you tell someone that is newer to Bitcoin, newer to this mimetic warfare that we're in, and is still kind of afraid to confront people, to argue, to you know, put, put, their, put their sword in the ring? What would you tell these people? I mean, I would tell them to have a lower, uh, uh, like a lower time preference and a, high, a longer time horizon, right? Because yeah, you could you could try to say, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to shit post super viciously because you know I, I don't want to be abrasive and confrontational and that's mean and that's really not how I am or whatever. But you know, if, if you let your enemy continue to take society in the direction that they're taking it, they are literally going to try to stuff you in a concentration camp. And at that point, you're going to have two options: you're going to either go to the concentration camp. Or you're going to either, you know, win a, a kinetic fight or you're going to lose a kinetic fight, but at least you'll die with dignity, right? But it would be much better if you're somebody who's conflict averse to avoid the kinetic fight altogether, to avoid the situation where you would get stuffed into a fucking gulag or you have to fight your way out by just 
shitposting your way into winning, right? Like, yeah, like you might not like dunking on people and, you know, making somebody cry behind another screen, but like, it's a whole lot better than having to fucking shoot it out with the army because they're trying to kill you, you know, like that, like that, that, and that, and I know a lot of people think that that might sound hyperbolic. It's not hyperbolic. And this is something that if, 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 if you're not on this page, you need to get on this page that your enemy is literally trying to genocide the human race. And you have two options. You can you can wait till it gets kinetic, or you can try to win the propaganda war before it happens. Those are the only two options. While we're on this topic, I just want to say that I think we're rubbing off on Jack Dorsey because he's getting pretty confrontational this week, which is awesome to see, like going after VCs and things like that. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you have nothing to lose. You know, the, the men before us in history like actually had to fight kinetic wars on a very regular basis. Like if, if you were like a, like a 16 to 25 year old man, you were probably in a military throughout almost all of history. You were watching your buddies get their fucking heads blown off and getting, you know, limbs cut off because of fucking gangrene and horrible fucking shit. People had to live for you get to sit in a fucking air conditioned apartment and shit post with your boys on Twitter while you take bong rips and you're scared to be fucking mean, like grow a fucking pair of nuts. <laughs> a little dose of reality. For <laughs> Dude, I'm ready to make fun of somebody right now. I'm pumped. Let's bring someone in the spaces right now to meme. Where's Adu at? Oh, man, it's so good. Let's go. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't usually pull punches when I see stupid shit. So uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree that for certain people, you just have to rip into them. If they really want to honestly interact Everybody on the Bitcoin side of this fight is always willing to help answer questions, help people understand. But for those idiots out there that want to push, we got to just push back harder. And uh, memes are definitely uh, like a key thing, you know, a thousand words in one picture that has one sentence on it. So, uh, yeah, man, let's push it. Get yellow up here. What's he got to say about memes? He's one of the experts. A thousand words or maybe one white girl sitting on a couch with five dudes right behind her. And there's a thousand words behind that is what I'm saying. Go to Dom. We want, we want your knowledge. How hey, so, you like, you're an expert memes? in memes and all that, right? So, like, what's, like, your recipe? Yeah, like, I'm an expert. Like, I don't know if you know this, but, like, I'm one of the... Banana bread. I'm one of the best memers out, out here. I don't know if you know that. Like, who's your inspiration? Like, God and Christ and maybe, like, Bob Saget. I don't know. <laughs> I know your recipe, though. It has at its base banana bread. It does. All right, Yellow. If you could meme one person right now without any repercussions, who would it be? Mm. And you can't say Greg. <laughs> uh I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm easy on Craig today because he's sick. Uh, who do I want to meme with no repercussions? Uh, 
or who or who's the most fun person that you have met? Oh, I guess uh, Fektosi when when he was here, that was fun. Like he was annoying, but like it was fun having him here because we can. And he didn't block. That guy didn't block like the other pedo guy does. Like the pedo guy blocks. Like Fektosi didn't block. Like he could he could stop and like meet him the next day again. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these. Is he guys no are longer around? I I never interacted with that dude. I, is he not around? It sounds like you're talking in the past. He's not on Twitter. Fektosi got banned from Twitter. Hey, I have a question for Yellow. What's up, Yellow? You. Dude, so what are your thoughts on Ephesians, um, you know, everything he's been talking about? I agree with Ephesians because I don't understand most of the times. I agree. I wasn't, uh, no, for serious now, I wasn't uh, like the whole space here, so I don't know what the guy was uh, saying. Do a recap. Fair enough, fair enough. He, intergalactic traveling is what you were doing, I guess, right? Do a, do a recap. We started out discussing Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals and honed in on rule number five, which is to ridicule your enemy, which is what they do to us. And we're, we're just talking about turning it around, and that's how it get, got into the memes. And uh, then you showed up, and it was perfect timing, which you're that's because you're the best. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Stop fanboying. Jim. You wanna you wanna refresh her on the rules, Yella. We can refresh her on the rules. I can, I agree with that. Yeah. How can you not agree with that? Okay. I don't know. What do you guys think? Trust the experts. <laughs> you gotta be a little like dude, like memes, it's like the modern day like uh satire like ancient sat ancient ancient theater in Greece here satire so, so called satire was toxic toxic as fuck man they would they would go against like politicians and religion stuff and like it's it was the only way of like uh showing showing a little bit of truth to power I don't know. Remember, remember your mama jokes. We should bring those back. No, your mama's so fat. Your mama's so broke. She don't even own a sat. Ooh. Yellow, bro, you sound fucked up, dude. What were you drinking tonight? Some Greek fucking toxic shit, dude. It's a... if I tell you what I did today, you're not gonna believe him. But it's like five o'clock in the morning here. I believe you, bro. Um, you sound like you're wasted, dude. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> I totally got it, bro. You're fucked up. I'm waking up in like three hours to work. Was it a know. national tzatziki day? This is racism. I'm against racism, okay? I'm just this... memeing you to death, bro. This is stereotypes, okay? How dare you? Sorry, I yeah. couldn't hear you. Was there too much tzatziki in your mouth? Yeah. yeah, yes. How am I doing, Ephesians? 
What is it? Well, I mean, you're you're, you're doing fine, but but yellow is not the enemy, right? Like yellow is not the person that we're trying to. Yeah, commit. I'm just practicing, you know. <laughs> All right. So on that subject, who are the enemies? Like, just like start listing them off. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah, the enemy is generally is like it's a it's a broad term. I mean, it's basically like, you know, to use the analogy of the matrix, right? It's the people who are in the matrix. You know, it's the people who listen to the corporate press, they listen to the corporate media, you know, movies, music, you know, the people who buy into to normie uh, propaganda narratives in general. You know, like, and it sucks because you want to try to save all the people in the matrix, but until somebody wakes up, like to, you, to continue on the analogy, you know, like until somebody wakes up from the matrix, they are just an apparatus of the matrix and they're going to act on the, on the, in, in the interest of the matrix. So, um, you know, anybody who still is in the matrix is the enemy. I have a, a thought. What about the people who are faking to be out of the matrix, but are still in the matrix and are kind of like a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, so to oh. speak. You those, know, it's like the, the the closer the enemy, the more dangerous, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, those people are even worse. Yeah, those the, those people should really be the primary target. Like you know, like like a great example is Udi, right? Like Udi is somebody who should be you know viciously, viciously mocked out of polite society. Like I like if I like if I were in a room with Udi, he would not be comfortable remaining in that room, right? Like one of us would have to leave, and it's not going to be me. You know, like I, 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 I don't want there to be any space for people who are who are enemies, especially people who are not just enemies, but who are infiltrators. Right. And I would argue that, you know, Udi is a good example of that. Like anybody who is in Bitcoin space, but is parroting narratives of uh, of the enemy class uh, should be considered an especially dangerous enemy and should be a primary target. So would you start about- with your mama joke? No, nah, I probably wouldn't start with a yo mama joke. I, like as a general thing, you know, you should try to if when possible, you should try to figure out what makes the individual tick and harp on that, right? Um, you know, so like, you know, back to like the smoking thing, right? Like if somebody's parents died from fuck what if somebody if one of somebody's parents or a loved one or something uh like died from smoking related issues, fucking use the smoking meme and like advocate smoking and when they ask you to stop double down and tell them that they should start smoking if they cared about their dead loved one you know like just what it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter what it is like the point is to drive these people to suicide or a mental breakdown so what are your thoughts on robert Breedlove? uh i mean i think he's a total fucking faggot i think i have him blocked or he has me blocked or something i actually haven't seen him on twitter in a really long time but yeah uh total faggot and he's a good example right like he's somebody who like if he were in a room with me uh like i would just do my best to make him absolutely completely uncomfortable so like so, what would you say then? what would you say like give us an example of like okay Udi and robert breedlove Udi and robert breedlove walk into the room ephesians is sitting there sipping on espresso What's he saying? Well, I mean, well, I, well, with Robert Breedlove, for example, I would probably ask him how many dudes his wife has been fucking ever since he went bankrupt and needed to start shilling shit coins. Like, that's probably where I would start. So are you not, like, concerned of these, like, suicidal mental breakdowns being turned on you? Like, I'm just thinking of, like, a school shooter, like, coming, like, right for Ephesians is, like, homeschool class. I mean, I carry a gun on me, and I'm pretty good with it, so I'm not really worried about that. Yo, best 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 combo on Bitcoin kindergarten by far. 
Cancel, the cancel show is here. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, I think no, this is the last one. No, and it's funny you bring that up too because that actually brings up another point. Like, if you could drive your enemy, like, I mean, and this is something that you know, I, I want to be clear. I'm not, uh, I'm not minimizing the, the the serious of violence, and violence should always be a last resort. But like, if it is a true enemy, like really somebody who is truly enemy, uh, you know, if you can kind of agitate them into initiating violence to the point where you're justified to use lethal force. And again, this is only for someone who's really, truly an enemy. Like this isn't even for like the average enemy. Um, but like, you know, for somebody who's really, really, truly an enemy, if you can get them to initiate some sort of a violence so you can respond with lethal force, uh, you know, I would, I would argue that that's a desirable outcome. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this is too good. I, I'm kind of bummed that I'm on this lag right now because I'd be memeing extra hard right now with the fusions, but I'm on like a 20 second lag, guys. To, to hear the combo, to try to host this conversation, I'm going through all the hoops for you guys. I'm not gonna Dude. lie, I'm kind of scared of the fusions. Dude, you shouldn't be. I mean, I'm a friendly guy. Like, I mean, a lot of people know me in real life. Like, I'm not like a fucking violent psycho or anything, but like, I'm also like. I'm a realist about the situation that we're in. Like, you know, a, a large part of my family died in a genocide not that long ago. I'm part Armenian, right? So, like, I, I, I'm very close to, like, the reality of, like, where these people are trying to take us, right? Like, I understand that they are trying to exterminate us and, and enslave our children and just do horrible, horrible things to everybody that we love, right? So, like, as much as I, I, I'm, I don't love violence, I've been through a lot of violence in my life, like, on both sides, like, you know, and it's violence sucks like anybody who's who's experienced violence it like knows that violence sucks but at the same time violence is necessary sometimes like that's that is why like wars have always existed on some level because on some level uh you know violence is necessary sometimes efficient are uh, were you raised in uh armenian uh house like with customs Uh, no, I was not, I was not actually really raised in much of an Armenian household because pretty much all of the family was dead. So <laughs> the, my, my dad was pretty much the only, uh, was pretty much the only living one. So no, I mean, it was just, it was just pretty much me and my dad as far as the Armenians in the family. Okay. Oh. All you fuckers are speechless because you can't take the fire. I'm on a 20 second delay, so I plead. That's that's cool. That's cool. I'll just say that you know this is some serious shit. So you know what what I respect about Ephesians is that you know this is coming from his heart, and you know this is a serious matter. Like this isn't a joke. So yeah, I mean it could be an, an uncomfortable conversation for some, but those are for the pussies, and we don't want those pussies around anyway. So fuck those bitches. Exactly. You don't want to surround yourselves by people who would rat you out to the authorities. You want to surround yourselves by people with people who, like, God forbid it ever came to it, that would fucking hold it down in a gunfight with you. You know, those are the people you want to associate with. And you want to avoid that situation by any means necessary. But, you know, it, like, God forbid that situation ever came about. Like, you want those types of people on your side. So, question. What happens if a family member is a man? Uh, I didn't hear your question. Could you say that again? What happens if you find out a family member of yours is an enemy? I mean, th that's a really touchy subject. And I mean, it, uh, it, it depends on the situation and how much of an enemy that 
family member is, but like if you're talking like they're really, really on the side of the enemy, then then that's not your family member. You know, like I know meme people them. Have, you know, you have to walk away. <laughs> Short answer is meme them. Yeah, you got to walk away sometimes. I've had to do it. Send in your family group chat an edited picture of the girl with the five guys behind her and put the family member on the head. Here, here, in, here in Crete, we call it Vendetta. So vendetta. I'm going to tell them that some guy from fucking Bitcoin Magazine told me to do it. I'm going to do the meme, Nick. I got you, fam. I'm going to give you full credit, dude. I'm going to put your fucking little uh, tip jar in there, too, in case they, some family members like it, you know? What if your mom's the enemy? You can't use any of your mama jokes. She has a mom. I'm saying in general, you said, what if you're, what if an enemy's in your family? And I said, if it's your mom, you can't use your mama joke. So you need a different meme. Stop with, stop with the mom jokes memeing. It's not coming Dude, I'm back. Bringing the, I'm bringing them back, Yellow. No, Come they're on. not coming back. You, you're only saying it. Okay, Wynikis, you need to you need to go over the rules again because rule number six is a good tactic is one your people enjoy, and the market consensus is yo mama jokes might not work. Yeah, they're worse than cringe. Damn, you guys are my enemy, huh? Who's it's coming worse, with me? It's worse than Craig's orb memes, man. Stop it. Wow, you see my profile picture? I'm literally rocking the orb meme, so maybe you're my enemy. You you lost your way after the banana birthing. That was a peak. It was. Wanigas <laughs> so is, is just mad that Yellow got all the clout for that meme. That's the Dude, real I'm going to start shitcoining now. True. But to be fair, the guy just mentioned it and I made it. What? What? Dude, guys, I'm, I'm, I can't hear you guys, dude. Twitter space. All right, guys, I need you guys to replay the intro of last week's episode, and you could, you could understand Eric Kaysen's frustration because I'm feeling that exact thing right now. I'm, I'm on twenty second delay. I'm doing all kinds of things to try to keep this thing going. How are you on twenty second delay if you're answering us like pretty, dude? Because, because like you're. Like your conversation will come off, and I'm hearing this on my computer speakers recording, and then like your audio will come back in somehow in spaces. So I'm. I don't you know. just answered him like in two seconds, man. You just Dude, did it now. Cause like I'm telling you, I can hear you guys sometimes. <laughs> you just answered yellow like another second, dude. What the fuck are you, are you saying? What you just answered me right away, on, dude. Holy shit! Stop fucking with us, bro. This is going he's, well. You got the McDonald's Wi-Fi with like three different computers going. He's too tight to get a new computer. He's been stacking sets. So. Yeah, guys, this is a very low-budget show. So um, if anyone wants to donate $850, then it will be greatly appreciated. I think well, it's more like 1200 uh, $1, Yeah, and we'll teach you everything you already know. So like, you don't even have to show up. 
we'll teach you how to make low budget streams for Yo, no, but low key that was a that's a good example of a meme that fucking went super viral when this chick started shilling her shit for 850 bucks like everybody was on her ass for that so i think that's an example of maybe what ephesians is talking maybe on a lighter touch obviously because we're not you know it's not a hardcore fucking event or is it i don't know she's also like stained with that as her image like everyone just knows her as the 850 dollar girl yeah, but the influencers are all pimping her out. She's the modern day dude. She's like the modern day information prostitute. But we're the prostitutes, and she's the pimp because she's stealing from us. So she sounds smart, but like fuck her, you know. In the material world, na 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 material stuff, na na na. <laughs> Lovely. A material, a material, a material. We're, we're going to change this from Bitcoin kindergarten to Bitcoin karaoke hour. Wine, I guess I see your hand. That was an accident. Yeah, Wine, uh, I guess you right, can let I want you can, to uh, point out one rule that that we saw a lot this year. And this is rule number 12. And I'm bringing this one up because most of us have heard this or or seen this in action, but weren't, weren't familiar with this rule. And the rule is pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. And the reason I'm emphasizing this one is because most of us here are Bitcoin maximalists. And we've had this rule used against us all the time on Bitcoin Twitter. If anyone has ever tried to paint you as a Bitcoin maximalist, actually, Nick brought it up earlier and, and Ephesians, like the whole uh, Udi thing of like kick them out. He painted all Bitcoin maximalists under one brush. So pick the target of Bitcoin maximalist, freeze it, paint, you know, paint them under one brush, broad strokes that all Bitcoiners act a certain way, personalize it. And then then, you know, he attaches that that that, uh, you know, that broad stroke that all Bitcoin maximalists are like this. Look at X Bitcoiner, you know, look how look at how much of a piece of shit he is. And then and you polarize it. And that's that's literally like verbatim the tactics that are being used on Bitcoiners on Bitcoin Twitter. We are all, quote unquote, this Bitcoin maximalist that they got to kick out. They got to, you know, paint us with broad strokes. They got to personalize us like, oh, my God, look at look at all these mean Bitcoin maximalists making fun of a girl for a hundred and fifty dollar course. Boo hoo and polarize it. Make make us all look like misogynist women hating Bitcoiners that, you know, took the red pill and now don't care about anyone and fuck the world and all this kind of bullshit. And guys, it's just straight up bullshit. They're literally using these rules against you, whether you know it or not. And now you can too, dude. Like, pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, polarize it. Who do you want to meme? It's that easy. Before before I give a give uh, a feedback, I'm gonna wait twenty seconds. I just thought it was funny how all the bitcoiners were calling her out on that bullshit. And 
then all like this, all the Udi uh, soy boys were like white knighting her in the comments and defending her to the death. Like it's, that's so fucking weird, man. Defending someone like that, that like, I, I don't know. I don't have to explain. You guys already know the deal. And 20 seconds. Okay, I have no feedback. Good night, guys. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, well, that was like 20 minutes. Oh, it was? He had to wait for Nick interrupted him. My bad. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Perfect it's, ending. It's not, it's not kindergarten when you guys aren't trolling me, so it's, it's on brand. It's on brand. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Let me see. Let me let me put another another rule. Let's see. Actually, this is a good one. Two. Never go outside the expertise of your people. This is and and the and the third one. Whenever possible, go outside the expertise of the enemy. The reason I bring this up is because I know a lot of us consider ourselves like I said, consider ourselves Bitcoin maximalists, and so these two rules is literally what you're doing every day on Bitcoin maximalism or Bitcoin Twitter. You, you're you playing within the expertise of what you know. You know, Bitcoin maximalism, 21 million Bitcoin, hard cap scarcity, inflation, you know, money printer go burr, all that good stuff. And that's the expertise that we're used to, that we know that we can literally say, you know, with our eyes closed, why, why we're inebriated, all that good stuff. Like that's the, that's the memes we're used to. And then the third one, whenever possible, go outside the expertise of the enemy. It's as simple. It can be as simple as, you know, memeing shit coiners about monetary policy. Like that's our expertise. It's not their expertise. So you simply just play with these themes. Like now that you have these ideas, just start playing with these and start memeing people and, <laughs> and start getting people angry. Like I'm here to get people angry on Twitter. It's that's the most fun thing to do. I don't know about you guys, but. That's what I have fun doing. Yeah, there's no shame. There's no honor in like being polite to people when you're fucking dead. You know, it's not like nothing good's gonna come out of this. I think I think right here though is a a good point to to state for people. I I know I know that memes are you know comedy. They're satire. Memes are jokes. We, you know, we, we ridicule. So like Ephesians said, we make fun of people. We mock people so we don't have to hurt them. As, as, as my boy Nick shilled to me a long time in the past, there's a breakfast club interview with our boy Dame Dash. And there's a quote in there where he says, it's like, I grew up with, with killers, with murderers. And the only way I knew not to hurt people is to ridicule and make fun of them. So guys, this is what we're talking about. Like Ephesians said, I know I know we joke a lot about memes and, and we try to make this all light and we come here every week and we shoot the shit and we tell you what's going on in the world and we try not to get too dark on the podcast because shit's going haywire and we need to you know, keep our morale up. And that's one thing that Ephesians told me last week. He's like, the point of our memes is not necessarily just to meme your enemy. It's to keep the morale up of your, of your comrades, of your Bitcoin, Twitter, maximalist friends out there. 
because who knows what's going on, dude? Like, it's getting dark out there, man. Like, it's pretty dark out in the world. And if we didn't have Bitcoin Twitter right now, personally, I'd be so lost. I, I, you know, I might be one of these depressed, scared people out there, but I have Bitcoin Twitter and I have all you guys. And it just, it, it's, it's more poignant than ever right now to have Bitcoin Twitter and to have shit posters out there. Because like I'm saying, I know memes are a joke. Like I know memes are satirical. I know we take memes lightly and I know we try to make this show light for people. But the consequences and, and the battlefield we're on is very serious. So while we do joke and we are talking our shit and we are, you know, shit posting and enjoying the time, we're basically doing that because we know how dark the battlefield is. And the only way to make it through this dark, dark night of the soul right now is to shit post and joke and make sure that morale is up with your friends and make sure that, yeah, I know we're heading into the fucking the dragon den together but at least i'm gonna be there with my boys i know that if if i need someone to guard my back he's gonna be there like that's why we're doing this is so that we can polarize the people that we don't want to be with us like i don't want anyone that's going to be sensitive around me like Ephesians said i make these memes and i joke with friends and i joke on twitter and i say the most outlandish shit i can think on twitter to directly polarize people like i do things to filter out the herd like if anyone gets upset over some dumb shit i say on twitter well one they obviously don't know who i am and two they're not in on the joke which means that three i probably don't want them around because they don't understand what the fuck's actually going on so this is what we're talking about guys this is the battlefield we're on and i know today in the last couple of weeks we've been taking a little more aggressive tone on here because it's the end of the year. We're supposed to be pumping. We're all fucking <laughs> slaying each other. We're all on Twitter upset that the price is dumping. So we're here to instill the skills that we need to better meme Bitcoin. And and not only just meme Bitcoin, but keep your fucking sanity. Like Ephesians is saying, like flip everything Ephesians is saying. These people are using these propaganda techniques against you so that you will fucking commit suicide so that you think you're fucking going crazy so that you think that you aren't on the right path. And so that's the fucking point that you should be getting here. It's like these people literally want to wipe you off the fucking face of the earth. And you think saying some nice words is going to convince them. What we're saying is fucking drop a hot ass fire meme shit post on the well you know do it do a drive-by shit post and keep it moving because we're not doing it necessarily for the commie that you're arguing with i'm doing this for those that are watching out there on twitter and there's a lot of people that are ninja watching on twitter that don't interact with us guys and those are the people they might not ever tell us but those are the people that that are our audience it's not necessarily those that are on twitter it's those that just see the memes it's it's those that we can instill our tentacles into their brain with our memes and you know you hit them with a money printer go burr and they're like what do you mean it's like oh yeah you know like more than half of all money ever created was created in 20 months they're like what what do you mean yeah money printer go burr like these memes have stickiness to them and i don't know whether it's human psychology or what but when you're abrasive with these memes when you're like a fucking asshole about it when you give no shit whether they like it or not, it's something, it's, I don't know what it is. It's, it's something about psychology that makes it stick. It's literally like, 
Think of think of like the asshole jock that you went to high school with. He's always an asshole with the chicks, but yet the chicks are fucking always around him because they know he doesn't give a fuck about them, and that's why they want them. That's literally how memes work, bro. Tell these people to go fuck themselves, have fun staying poor, and something about the meme, it's like it it works wonders, bro. Like you don't have to be polite to let your message sink well, and hit hard. Like and I the, think that's kind of what, what I'm just trying to push out to everyone out here. Because I know before Bitcoin, I would very much prefer to be polite. But now it's like, bro, all you guys are dumb as fuck. I'm going to tell you what to do. <laughs> like, fuck it, dude. Like, you know, you got to just come out at, at a certain point and be like, look, we live in a clown world. And if by me saying we live in clown world means that I'm, a, a, you know, out there on the ledge by myself, then so be it. Like, we live in a fucking clown world, and I'm going to tell everyone we live in a clown world. But I'm not going to do it, like, try to convince you point by point. I'm going to drop a meme, like, clown world. There it goes. Live my life. I, You know, if you if you don't get it, I don't have time to convince you, bro. Like, maxis are mean. It is what it is. I don't care, man. I love telling people that what's going on with inflation and how they're earning dollars that is losing value like 10% or more year over year and their time is basically being wasted. Like that's like a good way to make fun of people and it's like been pretty effective. So that's out to demeaning people's <laughs> like unit of account. Dude, honestly, man, I just want, I'm like tearing up, man, because I didn't think there would come a day where Winicus and Optimus both decide to go, Full Ephesians shishi on people. Um, shout out Ephesians for uh, you know bringing them over the water. I brought them to the water, but scared. They're a little scared. Bro, I've been memeing people. Come on, you know. Nah, you, you, you've been trolling people, but you troll people who know they can take it. Like you know, you would troll me all, dude. I remember like before <laughs> before I took the orange pill, the wine would come into group chat. He would see like a thread of like a hundred messages. He would actually read it and then just go, Bitcoin fixes this. And dude, it would drive me mad, bro. And then I understood it. But that shit was, like, when I look back on it, I just laugh. I'm just like, dude, this guy was trolling the fuck out of us. And it, and it, and it worked, dude. Like, <laughs> that shit was awesome, actually. Yeah, dude, the ridicule works. I'm thinking also about, like, you know, certain um, events in the past here on Bitcoin Twitter and, like, these economists that are, you know, don't you know the Keynesians that basically don't know their fucking heads from their ass, like Taleb, and like he got ridiculed as fuck. Like that just could have started with one inter one encounter. Like maybe it was with safety, right? And then the fucking you know <laughs> the pack of wolves smells blood, bro, and we're all over that shit. And you know what? That shit worked because fucking Taleb is quiet as fuck, dude. Murder hornet. <laughs> Dude, he's blocked all of us, right? Like, dude, he, I'm blocked. It's like right from the beginning. And I was like, wow, this guy really has some like rage in him. And it's actually pretty interesting, man, because like uh, in the homestead community, there's like a new era of like homesteaders who are also like academics and shit. And they're like the softest era of homesteaders ever. Because like I, I know like the, the previous class of homesteaders, like the older dudes, uh, they're pretty hardcore and they were like super pumped to see like Bitcoiners join the fold. You know what I mean? They're like, wow, okay, like a community who gives a fuck. You know what I mean? 
And um, it's just weird because I see like Bitcoiners getting ridiculed for their views in that space as well. So it kind of like trickles down like the academic uh, derangement syndrome or whatever. And um, it's weird how like it's overlapping now because like basically the new homesteaders felt special. And I find like Bitcoiners rub people the wrong way who need like are made themselves to be felt special with their credentials or like what they're doing, you know, and it kind of just like shows them that there's something a little bit more important than what they were already doing. And you're just like, they can't handle it. They thought they were at the pinnacle. You know what I mean? Like, look, I'm going to grow my own food. I'm going to do all the shit. But then you're like, yeah, but you still hold dollars. And then you could just see them getting pissed because like they didn't think of it. They had to get told that. And like that right there is like, when I see that, dude, the trolling comes and it comes hard. Yo, I'm homesteader class of 2017 and uh, my crops got wrecked in 2018 by the great, like, parasite <laughs> storm. <laughs> but, like, dude, for new homesteaders that come into the space, like, don't worry, just just listen to the, the guys who've been here, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, honestly, though, the 2018 homestead bear market was, was real. Bitcoin fixed it, though. <laughs> Y'all yeah, dumb as fuck. I heard Charles Austin <laughs> said it was a really good homesteader. You're coming low, bro. Oh, I was just I really appreciated Shishi responding to Charles Hoskinson. Yeah, dude. Um, that was a speculative attack against uh, everything I believed in. Uh, one, posture. Two, uh, actually having a chest to like pump out um, and not man boobs. And three, building a fucking raised bed. Like literally from the inside out. And I guess that's what he does. He's like, oh, blockchain? Let me, I'll, I'll build a blockchain. Oh, garden? Uh, I'll build a garden. Fuck that guy. Everything Fuck he does guy, is backwards. Fuck that guy. Yo, fuck man boobs. Not literally, but the quarter should not have man boobs. <laughs> you didn't think that was of... Get rid of your man boobs, Bitcoiners, if you still have them. Yo, well, that's, you're actually that's funny, yellow leaves, though. Right? Like calling people that are out of shape. Like you're doing something for their own good, right? Like, you know, bullying basically is healthy as fuck, right? But it depends on the person that's being bullied, how they take it. Like, if you got bullied, like, Bitcoin fixes this and that shit annoyed the fuck out of you, you know, enough for you to leave a chat or whatever, you know, but eventually you came around, right? So it's the same, like, with fat people. Like, you know, stop being a fat fuck. You know, seriously, like, what you're saying, right? Like, don't have man boobs, bro. Like, you know, work on yourself. Be become better. And if you do it in a way that's harsh to some, some people like the, the PC people will be like, oh, my God, you can't speak to people like that. But the reality is like, fuck, you know, I'm a free motherfucker. I'm going to speak however I want. Yeah, man. I mean, I, that's a super important point. Like bullying is like a part of the human in, the, the human dominance hierarchy. Like it's, it's a there, there's a reason that we respond to bullying. Like there's a reason that we respond to shame. Like it's a biological mechanism that we have to make us be better. And when you bully people like incessantly for, for periods of time, like for long periods at a time, it like it, it'll show you what kind of person they are. Cause like they're either going to be the type of person who realizes that, Oh, like I'm being bullied because I'm actually wrong and they're going to grow and they're going to change because they want to stop being bullied or they're going to double down on their bullshit 
and then you can just properly identify that person as an enemy. You know, it's a win-win. The beauty of all this is that Bitcoin enables you to say whatever the hell you want. Like having unconfiscatable money is empowering us to literally tell people how we feel. And hopefully that brings like more truth into the world with people like saying what's actually on their mind and not having repercussions for it. Hey, can I just add to that? Um, I agree. You guys are on the money in so many ways and somebody listening to this might not really be able to put it all together, but think about all of us sitting here. We don't have to be here. None of us. We're not getting paid to do this. We're looking at like humanity changing uh, discovery here in the form of uh, technology that allows humans to move value around the planet with no permission from some government just an agreed upon methodology for making it happen. And it's taken off in 13 years and it's it's changed lives in, in so many ways, not just given us this money, but, but created a truth mechanism we can all tune into, a common language for the whole planet. This is world changing, mind boggling level stuff. And the average person has absolutely no clue what the hell's going on here. They think it's some stupid investment and everybody else is Leaps and bounds ahead of Bitcoin, the old, the old uh, slaggard that can't keep up and it doesn't do anything. And the blockchain is where it's at. And they have no freaking idea what they're talking about. So they do need to be mocked to some extent and get them to shut the fuck up and get out of the way. Right. When you'll get your Bitcoin when the time when what is that that's saying? Uh, you buy Bitcoin at the price you're meant to buy it. I don't know. There's something saying, when do you guys fill that in? You know, you, you, whatever you're meant to pay because you're too stupid to get it, fine. Right? You'll catch up to us one day. Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> it's just too important. I mean, that's why we sit here and mock people because this is too fucking important. Go off. Yo, yo, yo. When Jim's cussing, you know this shit's serious. Let's fucking go. <laughs> epic oh man so good wow i've had fun even though i've been on a 20 second delay guys this has been epic hopefully <laughs> hopefully the listeners enjoy this so optimist Jeez, jump in let me optimist let me ask you a question bro so all the people that you've worn in the last year is there any laggards of people doing like self-custody laggards as in like they're not having self-custody yeah yeah, probably most of them. All right, shoot them a text right now. Bully them. Let's ride. Let's do it. Bull- bully them live. Yeah, live stream that shit. Okay. Well, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dox everyone, but I'll, I'll send out some texts right now. Uh, Wynikus, you you want to you want to do some hosting duties while I do this on air or what? <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, I, I like mocking people also that don't self-custody. Like, when they tell me they have Bitcoin, I'm like, well, uh, like, you don't really have Bitcoin. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, I have it on Coinbase. I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's, like, not yours. It's Coinbase's. Yeah, has anyone shoved their Coinbase app, like, in your face? Like, you see? They, like, show you their balance. They're like, bro, that's, like, the second nah, rule. Like, they know not to challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> but the people that I really, really care for that I want them to self-custody, I buy them hardware wallets. And confirm I do that as well. Have done that. All right. I'm in charge now. Uh, I sent a couple texts. Let's see if I can respond. 
Dude, you take a shit or something, man? Nah, it was just a piss. Was it in the garbage can? <laughs> oh, shit, dude. No, no one's going to get that, bro. All right, boys. Wynikus, what 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 should we do? We're pushing an hour and a half. Any actually, hold on. Anyone in the stands have a question or a comment? I can bring you up. Bot check. But <laughs> everyone's a bot. Everyone's a bot in here today. <laughs> All right. Check. Spook check. Yeah. I just wanted to say real quick, I really appreciated Ephesians, uh, what you said, the compass mining this week. That was all solid. Yeah, you know, I mean, dude, it's funny you brought that up. Like, I mean, the, compass mining is a great example of, like, an enemy, right? Like, compass mining represents an enemy class, and they should be ruthlessly mocked. Like, I mean, I'm at the point now where I'm, I'm blocked by both the, the main compass account and everybody who works for compass, but... Like, you should not give these people any space to be comfortable. Like, like I, I, I'm not interested in going, hey, Compass, like, you know, like, don't you think that, like, you could have managed, like, this better and, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, like, I'm making memes about them going to federal prison because that's, frankly, I mean, first of all, that's where they belong. But, like, second of all, that's what they're concerned of because I'm, I'm sure that they are aware that they're running a Ponzi scheme, right? So, like, you shouldn't be, like, engaging in, in their narrative, right? Because they have constructed a narrative. Like, that's why they're paying out all this money to every fucking chick on Twitter with a pair of fucking B-cups, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're constructing a narrative for a fucking reason. And what you can't, you can't engage in their narrative. If you engage in their narrative, then you are on the losing side of the battle. What you have to do is engage in your own narrative. And your own narrative is like, hey, man, like you're going to be in a fucking six foot by six foot box for the rest of your fucking life because you're running a Ponzi scheme and you know it. And I mean, look, I'm an anarchist. Do I actually want the government to round these people up and put them in a cage? Not actually, but I understand that it's what they're terrified of. So that's what I'm going to meme about. Cup is mining up that cup size, please. Ephesians thinks that they're not sufficient. No, to be fair, a lot of their ethos have big titties. <laughs> so that's how you got it. That's how you actually like started paying attention to them. What kind of feedback have you been getting after that epic uh, clip? Yeah, you uh, guys have to listen to that shit, bro. Post that shit up in the nest for people that haven't heard that, bro. That shit's fucking fire. Yeah, I mean, I got you. A, a lot of people have, you know, and not just from that clip, but like I've been kind of going at Compass for a while now, um, like just in, in, in shitting on them and posting stuff. And like a lot of people are realizing like, like I've had several people who are Compass customers DM me and be like, oh, like at first I, you know, I didn't realize how fucked up it is. And like all of a sudden I'm realizing like I'm totally getting rugged. And like that, like that, that's the point is like, you know, what I think is going to end up happening with Compass, like, you know, just to go off topic and talk about Compass for a second, like. What I think is going to happen with Compass is they're going to have, like, the functional equivalent of a bank run. You know, I think what is likely going to happen is everybody is going to say, you know, I don't trust you, Compass. I want my miner shipped to my house. And you're going to realize, I suspect, that Compass does not have as many miners as they're saying. Yo, I just want to say that uh, I got rugged by Fried Cat at ASIC Miner back in, like, 2014. And Compass smells like exactly the same shit happening all over again. And people just trust them more because they're not Chinese. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that Compass has a major advantage of, too, over like a lot of the old like cloud mining services, for example, is that Compass 
Compass is a lot better at propaganda. Like, you can actually sign up for a tour and go and look at one of Compass's mining facilities. And, you know, you can feel like it's legit. And, you know, these guys have suits and they do podcasts. And, you know, like, they have all of these e-thoughts. Like, they have this kind of, you know, narrative that they've built that makes people comfortable with them. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're they're no different than any other scammer. Like, they, they, they are absolutely vicious. I, I suspect, you know, all of the... You know, all of the delayed miners, you know, you think Compass is stupid, bro? They're not stupid. They're doing the same thing that fucking Bitmain does. When Bitmain releases a miner, they've probably already been mining on it for a year, right? Like these these S19 XPs, for example, right? They're probably all made already. Like they're they're hashing away somewhere. And then in a year from now, when, when they've gotten their nice little margin and they've made their return on their investment... They're going to fucking sell them to you and, and, and make some money. You think Compass is not doing this? You think Compass – because, look, Compass has, has structured their their arrangement in such a way that, you know, Compass doesn't – quote, unquote, like this is a, this is a big part of their narrative that they, that they harp on all the time, right? They'll say, oh, Compass Mining does not self-mine. Compass Mining doesn't have our own miners pointing to our, our own pool, right? And I'm sure that that is true. Because I'm sure that Compass Mining has some other legal entity, you know, might be, you know, called, you know, Dompus Dining or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter what they call it, LLC. And that company is mining with all your fucking ASICs. So Compass is not mining, but some Compass doesn't even own any fucking uh, anything. Compass just fucking leases out fucking space from people who actually have businesses. And if you think for a second that they're just letting these fucking miners sit in some fucking warehouse coals doing fucking nothing... You're a fucking dummy. That's not how the mining business works. Nobody is just sitting on fucking warehouses on warehouses on warehouses of fucking gigawatts of probably not gigawatts, but many, many, many megawatts worth of miners just not hashing as the difficulty is going up. Come on, bro. These people aren't fucking suckers. And if you think that, you're a sucker. Get um. Yeah, I didn't really get why everyone was like lining up to order from them. It's just like. It all looked too slick, and it it's like uh, the second that I saw it on the fold, like spin wheel, like sponsorship, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be a hard no for me. And I just like, not that fold is anything bad, but I just feel like, I don't know, man, just too much marketing, too fast. So happy I waited. Damn, throwing skeef under the bus like that, Shishi, that's fucked up, Bree. Well, what, what, I didn't say anything about Skeef. No, talk about Ford. I'm just, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> no, uh, but she, I, I think the only reason people no, I, I use Fold, I use Fold for everything like that I would use a normal like debit or credit card for. So I'm, I'm a customer. You know, they're solid. I, I love it. Uh, I, I'm just trolling, dude. <laughs> but, but if I had won a hosted S19 from Compass Mining for free. Would I have taken it? Of course. Right? Like, you'd be stupid not to. But I have a feeling that a year from now, compass mining is either not going to exist at all or there is going to be a major change to, to the way that they're doing business. Like, I, I don't think that what they're doing is sustainable. Frankly, I don't think it was designed to be sustainable. You know, my going theory, and I've talked to some of the people in this room about this, that, you know, my going theory in a nutshell is that Compass Mining is engaging in an ASIC acquisition scheme. So what they're doing is they're getting a bunch of people to pay money up front in SATs. I mean, I'm sure people pay in dollars too, but I'm sure they're taking SATs primarily. And people are getting people to pay up front for money for, for miners in SATs. 
and then they're quote unquote not mining with them. I assume they probably are mining with them, but they are quote unquote not mining with these miners and people are being delayed. And as the difficulty climbs, it's going to get to a point where people are going to realize that they're never going to be able to recoup their investment in sats because they're, you know, like, let's say you bought a fucking S19 for 40 million sats, right? Like, I mean, even now, even if they turned it on tomorrow, you're like when you after you account for power and like the difficulty increasing over the next like five years, you're probably never going to make back 40 million sats like ever. Like, Compass Mining will go out of business before that S19 makes 40 million sats. And more and more people are going to start to realize this. And I suspect Compass Mining is going to come in and, you know, kind of graciously is going to be their their narrative. They're going to graciously offer to buy everybody's miners back for, like, half of the value that you paid for it, right? So if you bought a fucking miner for 40 million sats, they'll go, oh, hey, we'll buy it back from you for 20 million sats. While they've been fucking hashing with it for three months straight, these fucking cocksuckers. Hello. Which other companies uh, are on are on your shit list? Oh, Compass is definitely the worst, in my opinion. Um, like right, like right now, like as far as just like what's relevant, like Compass is is by far the worst because I think the most people are wrapped up in the Compass thing. Um, as far as other companies that I don't like in the in the space, uh, I'm sure you see the hardware wallet for the Bitcoin Magazine stuff. What was that? Did you see like the Bitcoin conference sponsorship? Uh, no. Nah, who was it by? Dude, like I don't even know the name of this shit. I have to find it. You big dirty like that too, bro. Oof. Huh? I'm just fucking with you. I said you're gonna do Nick dirty like that too. Oof. Yeah, where's Nick? Let me do him dirty. Where's Yo, he at? She he should, left. She should be making a ridicule of all his enemies. Yeah, dude, right here, dude. dude so he they're, takes they're... lesson to heart, like instantly. Yo, here it is, bro. The Bitcoin conference or Bitcoin magazine, I forgot, whichever one. Uh, they're, they basically uh, are taking sponsorship from this hardware wallet called Arculus or something like that. And um, they're handing it out for free at the conference. Um, and it's closed source. And it uses a mobile app to generate your private keys. I did see like everyone shit on that, and then the CEO of like the conference or Bitcoin Inc. like retraced and said, "Like my bad, like we shouldn't have done that." So being toxic works. So they're not giving it out. No, I don't think so. I don't know something like. I know he like retraced on it. They're just not going to steal your Bitcoin when you put it in their wallet. That they I need Bitcoin. That's what they promised. I'm. Uh, I'm. <laughs> France needed France needed uh, fifty thousand BTC. Possible uh, uh, or not? Bitcoin three eight three nine. Did you have a question? Yo, he's on a lag, bro. Show Bob's. Hello, hello. Yes. Bit- yeah, Bitcoin needed. You tell me every day ten thousand BTC needed France and Swiss. I'm I'm Canadian. Show, I'm show Canadian Bob's. now India. Show Bob's, please. Possible? Please, please send proof of cock, please. Uh, not to understand. Uh, I'm sending Bob's. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you something, Bitcoin. Uh, whatever yes, the fuck Bitcoin, you are. Yes, if you Bitcoin. send me two Bitcoin. Yes, if you yes. send me two Bitcoin, I'll send you back four. No, no. I am. I am receiver. I am receiver. Oh, I'll Bitcoin. do that. 
I am need. I am need. I am need Bitcoin. I am need Bitcoin. Every day ten thousand. I am sent via. You PT. make ten thousand Bitcoin. Yes, every day. Every day. <laughs> need that. Need that. Me too. Uh, me too. Yeah. This guy's trolling us. No, yeah, that was a good troll. That was a good troll. Uh, Bob, you came up. Right. Did you have a question? G, 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 J, 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 Yeah. All right, don't bring that. Don't bring Bob's back up. <laughs> no, we're, we're at like an hour and 40, guys, so. Let's... That was good. Though. I was happy that happened. Yeah, that, that was actually really good. Let's um, we'll give Ephesians. Do you have any last words? Maybe a last a last monologue for for the people out there, or one last rant, or just uh, maybe where people can find you. Whatever you want to do. Well, I mean, I, you could obviously find me on my handle. I mean, as far as just like you know, to close it out, you know, guys, we're in a war here, and you, we're we are tremendously blessed to be in a, a position in time where the war that we're fighting is largely not kinetic. You know, you are largely not super likely to have to get shot in the fucking face for what you believe in. Uh, but you have to have some balls like you have to be willing to, you know, make people uncomfortable and, you know, maybe make yourself uncomfortable sometimes and say some mean things and have some mean things said at you. Um, but it, it's also fun. You know, one thing that you know, if you talk to people who have actually been to war, like one thing that might be surprising to you is that a lot of them, even though like they'll tell you it was really shitty on some level, they kind of enjoyed it. Right. Because like there was this sense of camaraderie and there was this sense of like team building and, you know, really like having a cause that you're fighting on. And, you know, we have that at our disposal. Like we we are the righteous ones. We are the good guys in the fight. And we have like this this team of people that we call, you know, the Bitcoin maxis that like we we love each other. And we, we, we are the good guys and we're here to defend each other and to defend what's right. And like just fucking have a good time. You know, I think rule number six um is uh i'm pulling it up right now rule number six a good tactic is one your people enjoy like this is bitcoin twitter in a nutshell like we we don't shit post because it's like some drag that like we have to do it because we know we have to defeat the enemy like we shit post on people because we fucking love this shit like it is, it is a, a ton of fun and you know shit or get off the pot you know what i mean to do a fucking gulag and like watch your kids get taken away from you and forced into being fucking transgenders when they're five years old like fine by all means like be a fucking faggot but like if you're actually interested in saving the world which we have a possibility to do man the fuck up get your fucking hand out of your pants make some fucking memes and shit on the people who are the enemy of humanity let's fucking go preach that was hey that motherfucking bar is right there <laughs> Now listen. <laughs> now listen. <laughs> yeah, the budget went down further. It's no soundboard. We got you two fucking trying to imitate that shit. Sad. Dude. Hey, bro. We, we, if we're going to hit low low quality production on one podcast, we might as well just go full bore, you know, pedal to the Dude, metal. if you have a real soundboard, you're short Bitcoin. That's all I have to Dude, say. Dude, post a QR fucking code so someone can donate to you guys already, you fucking poor fucks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, shout shouts out to our future sponsors. You already know what you're getting into. It's a shit. Hey, shout shout out to anybody who listens to this in the future and makes it this far. Facts, facts. Jim, Jim, sober, sober. Jim always with the sober tweets. 
Whoever goes back to my sobriety. Whoever goes back and listens to these recordings is absolutely regarded. And I want to have a one-on-one four nine hour podcast session like Breedlove and uh Sailor with that dude. Dude, one day are we gonna do a nine hour marathon kindergarten? Yo. That's a good idea. Except it's 130 hours, probably. That is a good idea, bro. We just try to go forever and have all of our friends on one show. Holy shit. Bitcoin kindergarten TV. Wow. Big, big if true. Big if true. All right, guys. Fun for New Year's. Ooh, that would be. I think I'm going to be too drunk on New Year's to host anything. But hey, that's just me. All right, guys. We love you. Actually, actually, one more time before we go, I'm going to just restate these 12 rules so that you can keep them, you know, percolating in your brain and you can go forth and spread some memes. So let's go. Rule one, power is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. Rule two, never go outside the expertise of your people. Rule three, whenever possible, go outside the expertise of the enemy. Rule four, make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. Rule five, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. Rule six, a good tactic is one your people enjoy. Rule seven, a tactic that drags on too long becomes a drag. Rule eight, keep the pressure on. Rule 9, the threat is usually more terrifying than the thing itself. Rule 10, if you push a negative hard and deep enough, it will break through into its counterside. Rule 11, the price of a successful attack is a constructive alternative. And Rule 12, pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. Yo, I have a Rule 13. Rule 13, here it comes. Teach your kids to fucking wash their hands before they take a piss, not after they take a piss. I mean, if you want to see sheep, those are the ones that are taking pisses in public bathrooms, like in a movie theater. And then after they take a leak, they go and wash their hands. Bro, I'm washing my hands before I'm grabbing my dick, motherfucker. Look, Ma, no hands. What about don't wash at all? No hands, then. No, but you've been touching shit all day, and then you're going into a public bathroom. You're gonna grab your dick to take a piss, like you. That's you, how you build you immunity. Soap that shit out. You, no <laughs> hands. You soap that shit out before, bro, and like not afterwards, man. Dude, I'm an expert at immunity, and you want to attract all the germs possible. Dude, if no one's aiming in a public restroom, neither am I. No fucking hands. <laughs> Lol. Well. Did did you guys on this stream, those listening, you did not just get an epic masterclass in memeing, but you got some good hygienic tips from Apex. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, this is Bitcoin Kindergarten, guys. You guys get all the content here. All signal, no noise. Fuck with us. All right, guys. Hey. Go, Anikis. What's up? Well, I wanted to expand on this this uh, 13th rule that Apex um, just just laid out on us because we have a lot of uh, female listeners, Apex. So what would you have to say to them? They should also wash their hands before taking a piss and wiping their pussies, bro, straight up. Yeah, if you're a pussy, <laughs> a good heuristic to have is if you're a pussy or you're a dick is so dirty that you need to wash your hands after fucking touching it, then, I mean, ain't nobody going to want to put their mouth on it. And you should, that sounds like a you problem, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, if, if you go more deep down the rabbit hole of that, right, is like 
you're very concerned. Like, you just took a piss like a, as a guy, right? And maybe you got a drop on your hand or some shit like that. Like, big fucking deal. Like, oh, let me wash my hands because in case I shake Bob's hand from a fucking droplet that came out of my dick onto my hand, you know? Like, um, they're not... Yeah, they're already vaccinated, bro. They're already vaccinated. vaccinated. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's my point, bro. Dude, I feel like I'm getting orange-pilled all over again. Like, this is paradigm shift. Honestly, Apex, I don't, I don't know, bro. Touching your dick and shaving and shaking Bob's hand is a power move. I think we should endorse that. Well, that's why. And that's why you don't want to wash your hands, because you want to make sure that Bob gets fucking everything. You know what I mean? Wisdom. Wisdom. That's also, how you build this, immunity. This is how oh. you spread memes. Meme, got- memes are like STDs. You spread them after you touch your dick. <laughs> all right guys well well you guys know we're at the we're at the end of the show when optimus starts talking to shit for the last 20 minutes and laughs at his own jokes so here we are i'm gonna I'm wrap this one up guys thank you to everyone in the spaces we fucking love you to all the homies that come out every week you already know you're the real mvp to all these new people i hope you enjoyed this i know we get really ridiculous but that's 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 what we do here. So come back next week. We're live every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And go search us on YouTube, find our, find our channel, like, subscribe, do all that shit so that, you know, when we get canceled, at least we're somewhere in the algorithms. To everyone on YouTube, I didn't check the comments this week, guys. Sorry, we we're having too much fun. Zorn, Zorn, Zorn's with Apex. He says, I don't have to wash my hands because you are vaccinated. Let's go. All right, guys.